Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Green Wisdom Health Show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And today we are going to discuss with you when feeling bad becomes normal. You know, many of you are running on empty and do not realize what it feels like to actually feel good anymore. It's usually very uh, slow decline in how you feel and that just becomes a normalcy for you. And then you go to the doctor and they run very few lab panels and tell you everything is in range and so you still feel like everything's okay. But you know deep down inside something's not right. You just don't have the motivation to go on. And today, Dr. Lewis is going to tell you about things you can do or symptoms that you can know about that might tell you, hey, I have a warning light coming on and maybe I should do something about it. So, Dr. Lewis, can you uh, help give people hope here and give them a reason to have a life worth living? Yeah, warning light going off. That sounds like a good thing for the YouTube thingamajig you're doing. I don't know what Janet does. Sure, I've got all kinds of opinions. Uh, You know, one of the things I tell people uh, quite often is don't accept uh, what you consider normal. It's not normal. It's common. There's a difference. Folks, you have to be able to think about it differently, and that's why I say so many things that's a little bit on the ragged edge. And so I apologize. I'm not trying to be rude or disrespectful. I'm trying to get you to think differently. Uh, I don't know. Where would you like to start, Janet? Um, well, maybe we should start with some of the symptoms that someone may experience because I don't think they really know where to start either. Uh, like I said, everything has uh, probably been going on for a long time. They wouldn't be able to really put a, uh, well, this is what's wrong kind of thing on it because usually they get a medication, a prescription for something, and then it, you know it just keeps going on and on till finally you're on six or eight prescriptions by the time you're in your 60s. And then you don't really know where to go to or turn to. So maybe we'll just give you a few of the symptoms you could have that would indicate that you are running on empty. That'd be a good thing. Okay. Well, how about headaches and migraines? Notice how she asked me for something and I put it back on her and she didn't even notice. Yeah, but he has the answers to all of this. So I'm just throwing out bait (laughs) and hoping he'll take it. Headaches and migraines, folks. I'm not talking about your spouse. So why would headaches and migraines be a issue as far as a symptom of something that might be giving them a warning indicator? Well, because headaches can mean a lot of things, uh, inflammation of the brain. Uh, there's, you know, maybe you're just toxic. And I do not get into the controversy of the vaccines versus, you know, your anti-vax versus pro-vax. But there was an interesting study, uh, and it was about chronic fatigue syndrome. And it was about vaccines. So that's March of 2001. Check it out. Journal of the CFS Research Review. And I'm not saying vaccines are bad, but it's the toxins. And, of course, you know, I always talk about toxins. The toxins can come from many, many different places. And one of the best things you can remember is something called dead tired. And that stands for depression. Environment, which would be the toxins, anxiety, anemia, asthma. I'm absolutely amazed how many people come in with anxiety, diabetes, thyroid and tumors, infections, rheumatologic, which means arthritis, endocarditis, which means heart inflammation, which includes high blood pressure and drugs. And I'm not anti-drug. I'm a chiropractor. I love our medical profession. They do some incredible, incredible diagnostic testing can save your butt in a sling. But we're missing the point about being healthy. So dead tired. 
think about that. You know, I think when we're naming off these symptoms, the one thing that you're going to notice they all have in common is inflammation. Yep. So the body is basically on fire, and we're going to give you some uh, alternatives to things that actually calm it down and put out the fire. And, you know, with headaches and migraines, you know, the big one I think we always recommend is magnesium, right? I think magnesium is always the place to start if you have two or three bowel movements a day you'd want to do our active mag if you have one bowel movement a day or less you want the magnesium citrate yeah a lot of people take just magnesium citrate and that's one of the things they come in here and say is like well i can't take much magnesium it makes me go to the bathroom and that is the form of it that makes you go with the active mag we have it's like two or three different types all together so it does not do that it's chelated to amino acids which i'm going to talk about for those of you that feel bad and uh, don't know why the first place, maybe not the first, but one of the super important things you can uh, take is acetyl L-carnitine. That is an absolutely oh my god kick, but amino acid. I've got some. I've got some notes here. I make about three hours worth of notes for this thirty-minute show. Is that the one that's for energy and endurance? Very good. Oh, thank you. I, I bet you $100 she takes it. I'm working on my brain. I know, well, <laughs> with a smile like that, it doesn't matter. Uh, Carnitine is not really an amino acid, but we kind of act like it is. It, it, in the strictest sense, it's really not. It's it's really related to the B vitamins, which we're going to get into. But what acetyl-carnitine does, uh, it helps transport the long-chain fatty acids that gets burned in the cells in the mitochondria and and from a previous show you heard me talk about mitochondria that's the little uh energy power plants that's in each cell we have many 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 in each cell so the acetyl-carnitine does a lot of other things but it increases the use of fat as an energy source so those of you that are going on uh, keto Carnitine is absolutely incredibly important. I told Drew Manning that, the fit to fat to fit guy, and I took a lot of his people that was having trouble with keto and pulled them out of it with carnitine and some digestive enzymes and B vitamins. It's always, almost always, useful for chronic fatigue syndrome uh, because that's a kind of a decrease in function of the mitochondria, if you if you will. Uh, it's also been shown in studies that carnitine reduces risk like health risks like uh, from poor fat metabolism which would be uh, diabetes or metabolic syndrome which goes back to what Janet said inflammation and chronic fatigue is actually one of the symptoms of uh, running on empty as well uh, it can be from your gut your liver or your joints so um, again, like Dr. Lewis said, carnitine would be a great uh, thing to take for that. Take it with magnesium. Yeah, well, and you know, sometimes if you're healthy, and, and who is, and who's really healthy, and who's not stressed, the body can make a lot of its own carnitine in sufficient amounts if you have enough iron, if you have enough B1 or thiamine. You've heard me talk about that. Anybody's got brain fog, you need to call me. I'll put you on a fat soluble thiamine. And most people in about three weeks say, oh, my God, my brain fog has lifted. My depression has lifted. But you also need B6. That's a very important one I'll get to after a while. You have to deal with those. It's not just take one and one size fits all. Anybody that comes in and says, 
this supplement's going to make you young, rich, and good-looking. You need to run like crazy because they're full of crap. It's not that easy. And being full of crap, I said that on purpose. Um, well, I wish it was that easy. We wouldn't have 400 different supplements in this office because yeah, everybody really. is so different. So, so uh, God, I'm going to try to be nice here. And you all know that's kind of hard for me to do. Uh, we've had a lot of questions about the coronavirus. Uh, and my, all right, my convoluted mind says, wouldn't it be funny if people flocked to the organic fruits and vegetables instead of water and toilet paper, waiting for crap to hit the fan? Yes, pun intended. Be proactive, folks. And fear is not conducive to feeling good and being healthy. And people ask me, what about the coronavirus? Well, you don't want to be, you know, somebody that has it coughing in your face, but you want to do things that's going to boost your immune system. Because guess what? <clears throat> I've lived through mad cow disease. I've lived through Y2K. I roll my eyes on that one. People said to janitors, Doc's storing food? She says, no, nah, he's got enough guns and ammo. He'll get what he wants. I've lived through SARS. I've lived through bird flu. I've lived through spine, uh, swine flu. I've lived through Ebola. Now, here's what you do. The best thing you can do for good health, and I've had tons and tons and tons of microbiology. I took microbiology after I got out of chiropractic college. What you need to do is you wash your hands like you have blood on your hands and you're trying to escape a murder scene. Hmm. Most people just put a little water on their hands and dry them off and call it good and most men don't even wash their hands after they go to the bathroom at all of course it is possible to go to the bathroom and not touch your genitals so be aware that most people don't wash their hands much less do a good job wash your hands like it has blood on it and you're trying to escape a murder scene well, and I also use that. Uh, we have a, a lavender lotion. You know, women always like lotions. But this one has a <laughs> really high-end colloidal silver in it. And it will, you know, it's kind of like your Purell and things, except it's a healthier alternative because that stuff is really not a, a great idea to be putting on your hands. But the colloidal silver lotion will actually stay on your hands up to four hours. So after you've washed your hands, like Dr. Lewis said, you put that on and it'll help prevent picking up the bugs. And that is one of the reasons we're doing this show because, you know, when your immune system's down and your body's on fire, so to speak, it doesn't really take much to come along to set it off that you get something bad like that. So we're trying to help you get up to a higher standard of living so you will be less susceptible to that kind of stuff. Another symptom that comes along with... uh, running on empty is tooth and gum health bad breath and gingivitis that's very important you know we're a big fan of probiotics you've got to start in the mouth and i had a lady come in real sweet lady she said i have bad breath i said we have to fix the guts and she quit because she had no idea how bad breath related to the gi tract even though she pooped about once every five six days and she failed because she didn't understand it. Folks, if you have to understand how you're going to get well, you're doomed. You don't need to understand. You need to have faith and take action. So if you're constantly worried about bad breath or been diagnosed with gingivitis, have periodontal disease, all that becomes is ba- uh, be- the periodontal disease begins as a bacterial infection that progresses into inflammation that can affect your whole body. 
So many times those teeth leach into the body if they're not fixed. You know, we have people with bad teeth. Yeah, you, you know, it, it's the bad bacteria. And, and what I'll do uh, sometimes, uh, you know, I take the Saccharomyces boulardii at night. That sticks on your teeth and gums. I do it after I brush my teeth. And then sometimes I'll just throw a spoonful of probiotic Synergy, which is one of our probiotics. Throw it in the mouth. Tastes good. And my dentist says, you know, for somebody that doesn't floss your teeth, you sure have amazingly small amounts of plaque. Well, thank you. (laughs) It means your body's healthier on the inside, so that's a good indicator of inside health. (laughs) And another one you don't really think about, you think you're just getting old, is arthritis and stiff joints. I hear that a lot. I'm just getting old. And I told one the other day, I said, honey, you're 20 years younger than me, and I feel many, many years younger than what you are. It takes a certain amount of time, energy, effort, money, supplements, to feed your body. I like Janet's term, running on empty. Thank you. So arthritis and stiff joints are not a normal thing. Taking something for that is not a normal thing, like a prescription. All you're doing is making things more inflamed. And we're not telling you not to do what your doctor tells you, but you need to think about the underlying root cause of why do you? Why does this hurt. There is a usually a natural solution to that. Like eating something that's more essential in fatty acids, taking a high, uh, a good fish oil. And Dr. Lewis can tell you about fish oil. I'm, I'm hoping he does a little video on that, too. If you guys are new to listening to the show, not only are we doing podcasts, but now Dr. Lewis is doing a little uh, video clip a couple of times a week on Facebook and Instagram about um, the difference in a, in a good product or what you're looking for in a good product. And then he's also doing a little video about the podcast. So it's really kind of fun. We've been enjoying it. So I hope you watch it and hope you encourage him because he's just getting started at it. And uh, we're and pretty proud a, of him. I've got a beautiful face for audio. And, you know, I'm pretty self-conscious about the video thing. Thank you, Debbie Sue, for saying, you know, she's always been nice. I grew up with her. Uh, she encourages me, as do a lot of other people. And one of the other symptoms of, of problems when you're not got enough energy and oomph to keep going is sleep disorders and insomnia. Uh, having persistent insomnia affects about 10% of American adults and has serious consequences. And it's been linked to a higher inflammation and higher mortality rate because you're never resting. And it, what is it, though? Is it hormones? Is it uh, toxins? Because there's a piece of research i read one time and the the conclusion was antibodies against plastics and office supplies have already been isolated such as antibodies to formaldehyde toluene some other things i can't pronounce and that's from american journal of industrial medicine yes folks i read this much research i remember a little bit of it too so if you're not sleeping a good eight hours a night or more your body never gets a chance to really repair, so you just keep going, and then you're in this daze, and you just feel awful, and there's no way you can get well. Um, you know, the body does repair during certain hours of the night, different organs, so if you have a consistent time frame that you're waking up, it could be that organ keeping you awake, like from 1 to 3 is liver health, 3 to 5 is lung health, 5 to 7 is colon health. I wake up every night at 3 or 3.01 or 3.03, so I'm not sure. I'm kind of on the cusp of both of those. Yeah, I think it's according to the time change or something, so <laughs> you might pay attention to that. If it's the same time every night, then you know you need to be working on that organ. Janet was up at 3 last night, too. I saw her get up right after I went put my head back down. 
Uh, mood swings and anxiety are actually a problem as well. People think that that's normal, and they there's a lot of medications out there for it, trying not to be depressed. Uh, but, Dr. Lewis, could you explain to us what mood swings and anxiety have to do with not being able to function at a high level? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, there's country songs written about that. I, I'll try not to get down into that. Uh, it can be something simple, but usually it takes a long time to figure it out because it can be so many different things. It can be as simple as a zinc deficiency caused by the phthalates, and that's the plastics, the plasticizers, the ones that make the plastic bend, can create a zinc deficiency. And zinc, which is real common as far as a deficiency, it's uh, in over 200 different enzymes and repair. And it has to do with something called a DNA polymerase which is the main gene repair enzyme in the body and i tell people well if you got a prostate issue or you lost your sense of taste and smell it's very highly likely you've got a zinc deficiency if your alkaline phosphatase goes low and and this is simply put it's probably a zinc deficiency it could be many many other things but you know we have more and more broken genes because we don't have the nutrients for your body to repair that because even the the entities that study cancer uh, say that Cancer is about 80 to 95 percent the toxins in your environment slash food, which our food's not what it used to be. Yeah, I talked to a really sweet lady from Nashville. I'm going to check on her today, make sure she made it through the tornadoes okay. And she said, you know, I, I get to go all over the world, and even food in Asia and Europe tastes so much better than even the organic food in America. I said, well, that's been our experience, too. It's because they're grown on soil that has more minerals in it and you don't have the pesticides on it even in polluted china the food tasted so much better although i got tired of bok choy and duck but and fish with their eyeballs in but still the food tasted better in china so you have to supplement to be as healthy as you can be so don't think these aches and pains are normal just because they're common Okay, we're going to get back to some more things telling you how to not run on empty. Uh, but we want to make sure we have all these podcast questions answered to the best of our ability. We've had a lot of them as as this podcast keeps growing. More and more people are writing in. Thank you so much. If you're wondering how to do that, you can do that on greenwisdomhealth.com. Under the podcast tab, there is a podcast question where you can leave it, and Dr. Lewis will might pick it up on his next <laughs> podcast he'll do his very best to answer them uh, we've had some very interesting ones this week um mm-hmm. you can also leave them on his shooting straight with dr lewis close facebook group which you are welcome to become a member of he can accept you to that but we're going to start with karina who has uh, from, from sweet from sweden yes she wants to know if you have any experience with CFS. Chicken fried steak. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, you probably need to explain what CFS, CFS is to people that does do not know. Chronic fatigue syndrome. Which is what we're talking about here today. That's ironic. She has a Hashi hypo, and now her doctor suspects she has that, too. I, I, this kind of um, hypothyroidism and okay. Hashimoto's. Okay, it uh, it sounds like I'm talking in the code here. Um, <laughs> uh, she wants to keep winning in the diagnosis department. 
but she doesn't seem to know many that know too much about it. She's taking B12 injections, but that's pretty much it. So I guess she's asking you, what experience do you have with it? Can you give her some hope, basically? Yeah, we're, we're seeing it more and more and more. And, you know, we can't make any claims about supplements fixing symptoms or disease processes. I just throw it in so your body has more, better, good stuff to work with. There's plenty of books, and I've read dozens of thyroid books, and they say conflicting things. You know, there's there's plenty of them. The uh, thyroid symptoms, uh, thyroid healthy, uh, Hashimoto's protocol, the thyroid solution, all of Dr. Brownstein stuff. Um, they say if you have Hashimoto's, you need to stay away from iodine, although I've not found that to be totally true. First thing I would suggest is get rid of anything that has gluten in it. Even I quit drinking beer because I have a gluten problem. Not that I ever drank much, but I, I would one or two sometimes. But I quit it, and my gut started feeling better. <clears throat> uh, you have to take enough of the proper nutrients to offset the chlorine, fluorine, and bromine that's uh, you know on your receptor sites of your thyroid. And you just kind of have to need. You kind of have to see it on lab. And I'm hoping, Karina, when you come see your sister in Beaumont, even though that's East Texas, we're East Texas, but that's a long way from Longview. Uh, come see me, whether it's you know over the internet or phone call. And there is uh, one thing we we always give our clients that have this. It's um, something called lauricetin. It's a monolaurin. Good one. I don't know if that's something you can get where you live, but um, it's what they would give you for chicken mama's chicken mama soup. When when mama would make your chicken soup, that's what was in it that made you get better. Yeah, was lauric the, acid. Was lauric acid. So that's what uh, all the people that have this say they feel great taking uh, lauricetin. Um, Tara would like to know if you have done a podcast on PCOS or insulin resistance, and if not, can you? I think we might have mentioned it on a few podcasts. Um, If people would like to hear one about that, we certainly can do that. If people don't know what PCOS is, Dr. Lewis, can you explain any of that? Polycystic ovarian syndrome, which is generally what happens to your body when it goes to hell in a bucket because you eat wrong and too much sugar and simple carbs. And then you wind up with a hysterectomy. (laughs) Uh, in, In a nutshell, yes, we can address that. We can do some on hormone health maybe. One of, one of the best things uh, you can do that I very rarely talk about is you need to take our resveramax, which is resveratrol. And, you know, some of the things that there's a, there's a lot of benefits of resveratrol, but you'll read about it and it says, oh, well, it's it's the you get your resveratrol from the red wine and the grapes that make red wine. Well, listen, folks. Getting your resveratrol from wine is just as smart as drinking a screwdriver to get your vitamin C. You have so little uh, resveratrol in wine. <clears throat> but it's it's good for brain function. It's good for lowering blood pressure. The red wine grapes are good. Uh, some berries, peanuts, although stay away from peanuts unless they're organic because they're really laden with pesticides. So it's mostly the skin, the seeds of these grapes. And berries, and that's not a bad thing, but you need to take it in a bigger amount. That comes from Polygonum cuspidatum, which is called Japanese knotweed. Other things it does besides may help lower blood pressure, and that's just because it gets rid of the inflammation that Janet talked about. Uh, It has a positive effect on blood fats. It lengthens lifespan in certain animals. So whatever animal that is become one, it will uh, lengthen your lifespan. 
it protects the brain, which is pretty appropriate after our dementia Alzheimer's show last week. So drinking wet there are studies that says drinking red wine can help slow down age-related cognitive decline. And I'm telling you, that's not the best place to get your resveratrol. So in my opinion, it's best, it's okay to sip wine at dinner. Unless your in-laws are there, then it's appropriate to gulp the heck out of it. Uh, I love your parents, Janet. Uh, it, it seems to, the resveratrol seems to interfere with the protein fragments that, and they're called beta amyloids, that are crucial to forming the plaques that become Alzheimer's. So a little red wine, but more importantly, just take the Resvera Max. And there's other research that says it looks like it increases insulin sensitivity. That's why we check insulin on lab. I hope Janet talks about lab a little bit. Yeah, I wanted you to mention that because, you know, people that are new to our show are wondering, well, how do you even know what to give someone? You know, are you just telling them to get these things and they'll be good? Yes and yes. Um, the products that we have here are pharmaceutical grade. And yes, the things he's telling you, you can just get without lab. But if you're really, really run down and you don't know where to start, and like we said at the first of the show, you've been to your doctor and they've run a couple of lab panels because basically that's all they can do because their hands are tied by the insurance companies. Um, we take it a step further than that. We take it actually 12 steps further than that. Our basic panel is 12 different lab panels. And not only are we looking at those differently where we're not looking at them just are you in range, we're looking at are those numbers optimal. Are there patterns in there that we see headed towards something that's not great? Um, and we're because of the knowledge we have and the functional medicine reports that we generate from here, uh, we're able to show you, hey, your health is headed in this direction. You could slow this down with some of these products that Dr. Lewis is talking about. And you're saying, well, I don't live in Texas. I can't do that. I know you guys are here because I can tell by Dr. Lewis's East Texas accent. Um, we're actually all over the United States and you can have your lab drawn at any Quest location that's convenient to you. So we've kind of taken all the barriers down so you don't have to guess at it. This can be done all over the place. You know, even yes. Gary and Amarillo. Well, Amarillo's still in Texas, but what's that, about eight hours away. But you've got Tara down in Florida. You've got Alan up in Maine. And I could go on and on and on. It's it's all over the place. As long as we can ship it, we, we do that. And then we show on lab. We don't just say, oh, hey, here, here it is. Take it. You're good. We follow-up lab in like three months later because it takes the body it's not our law it's god's law it takes 90 days to start making changes on lab so don't give up in the middle of it like stopping a speeding freight train going down the wrong track it takes time to slow and stop and reverse the momentum right so then we show you on lab again how how things have changed and we literally had a lady in here she was local the other day that came in and we gave her a copy of her second lab she had done everything we told her to do and she got it and started bawling. And I was like, I'm sorry. I thought everything on this was so much better. She said, it is. She said, I cannot believe that in three months I made this kind of change. And um, She'd you know, been trying for years and couldn't get the changes. Yeah, and it was because of her effort, just as much as it was our effort. But together, we helped her go back in a positive direction. So you don't have to live 
where you are now. There is hope out there. You know someone out there that really needs to hear this show. You don't have to live where you are. You moved to Longview. That's right. No, I mean, you don't have to be bad. Pa- pass bad us house. around. <laughs> so, a couple other things real quick. I'll let Janet get back to it. On the Resvera Max, which I read all this, and it's like, holy crap, I've got to start taking some more of it. It, it, there's research that suggests it eases joint pain, so arthritis that Janet mentioned before, and it may suppress cancer cells. It inhibits uh, some cancer cell growth from replicating and spreading, may change genetic expression, which we've talked about, and can have hormonal effects in the right direction. Resvera Max. So I talked myself into, it's by my bed. Okay, I started taking it again. Yeah, it's really good Good for you. So there's a couple of things that you can ask yourself, are you doing each day? If you think you're healthy, um, that might kind of trigger for you whether you are. How many grams of fiber do you eat each day? You, perfect plant protein. Do you actually eat fiber? Uh, most of us don't. How many 8-ounce glasses of straight water do you drink each day? Not coffee, not tea. It's actual water. But I've got a friend that can slug down 18 beers in a day, but he says he can't drink water. Well, you're supposed to be drinking as many ounces, half of your body weight in ounces of water. Yeah, if you weigh 200, you need 100 ounces of water, roughly. I have to do the math on Clean that. Clean water, not tap water. Yeah. How often do you take a multivitamin supplement? A good one. There's a huge difference, you know. Not listen, out of the big box store. Listen to the last podcast about the crappy stuff some doctors put in theirs because they're riding on their being famous and how often do you eat fast food or processed snack foods including chips soda and candy bars do you do it every day do you do it regularly and why and why do you feel like you need to do that it's because you're missing something nutritionally and your body is calling out for help and then the last one do you suffer from any of the following regularly heartburn fatigue, you're overweight or obese, you have indigestion, gas, food allergies, constipated, do you get sick easy, is your skin dry, joint pain, body aches, osteoporosis, or PMS for women. If you have any of those things, your body is not living to its full potential, and you are running on empty. And man, if your, your spouse has PMS, don't say a word, you're an idiot if you do. But we did not get around to a whole lot of our questions, and I apologize. We will keep working on these as we go. But we, Dr. Lewis had a whole lot of information today, especially about resveratrol. That was a uh, resvera max, which yeah, is a big and, one for him. Um, and I didn't mention Cusertin bromelain, which is a super-duper antioxidant. Somebody says, well, why is it better than Cusertin? I said, one plus one is equal three because it works synergistically. And he said, that must be common core math. Actually, one plus one equals four or five when you're – Talking about this cuter than bromelain, you talk about anti-inflammatory, that's a good thing. So, folks, we hope you've learned something. More importantly, we hope you've had fun and have hope. And thank you very much for sharing this. It's making a big difference. We can tell by the downloads. So the more you bless other people, the more you are blessed in turn. So go on greenwisdomhealth.com, fill out the health survey, and get started. Having a life worth living. We'll be here next week on the Green Wisdom Health Show. Once again, our show has come to an end, but your hope in your health is only beginning. If you or a loved one are in need of a different outcome and are waiting for a brighter future, take the first step and go to our website and fill out the health survey. 
Please don't keep us a secret. If you know someone that could benefit from this podcast, please share this show with your friends and family. You're only one step away from a life worth living.